You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Man, this is your boy Al Mugger. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. And today, guess what? We're talking about, of course, some amazing indie comics. Today, we have an amazing guest. He is a self publishing graphic novelist and art coach. He has a history, he has a history working in comics and illustration and story throughout. He got a dope project out now called Monkey Gong. That we're gonna get all into, yeah, exactly what I said. Monkey Gong. What is that? Right? Fire name. Right? It got even got me curious. Like, what? What? So let me talk to the man behind that. The one, the only, the amazing Craig Rasmussen. What's up? How you doing, bro? Craig's comics is in the building, baby. How you? That's doing? right. After that intro, I'm doing awesome, Al. Thank you so much for having me. No, no, no doubt, homie. Thanks for coming on you know, and, and talking comics, talking Monkey Gong, talking your story and everything you've been doing and how you're about to change the game, bro. <laughs> I can't wait to get into this business. We're going to show off the website in a little bit, too, folks. But we got cool. questions first. But you know how, how we do at Comic Crew? It's all about that origin story because every great publisher, writer, artist has a origin story. Hey, big shout out to Eric Williamson. What's popping, homie? What's doing? So, all What's right, up, Eric? Craig, Craig, talk to me, homie. Where you originally from, and what is the first thing that you ever fell in love with in fandom? Wow, the first thing I ever fell in love with in fandom. Well, glad that's the second question. I was born in Oklahoma, but I grew up in Northern California from the age four and lived there until my mid-20s. So I had a lot of Northern California influence from a lot of Bay Area comic book creators. You know, I was also in the suburbs, so there were a lot of bored kids back in the day. You know, we'd walk to the comic book shop after school, spend four or five, six hours there, probably not the friends with the store owners that we thought we were. They were just tolerating us because we needed a place (laughs) to go. You know, being a nerd, being a geek has always been, being a fan has always been in my blood. I think, God, I don't know if it was Let's see. Return of the Jedi probably came before E.T., right? I'm not looking at IMDb. I promised myself I wouldn't distract myself on a podcast by looking I'm at my I'm not phone. sure, but, but it's okay. Within a couple of years of each other, though, right? You had, you had well, it would have been Superman 2, uh, Return of the Jedi, mm. and E.T., all three of those in the theater as a very, very, very young child. And <clears throat> I do remember being... I remember being dragged out of the theater from E.T. because I wouldn't stop crying at, at the end. Uh, <laughs> I guess it was from happiness because it has a happy ending. It's crazy that I couldn't stop crying. But uh, right, that poor, that sure poor alien. Once in that yeah. film. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I had a Superman cape that my mom made for me. And I also dressed like Luke Skywalker all the time. So, I mean, you make the call. I don't know which one was the first, but I do know that it landed hard and it landed permanent. You know what I mean? I- it was in my blood. Love it. And did you have a tribe, you know, you know, in school, if you will, or were you alone in, in your nerdiness? 
You know, I, I was part of a lot of different tribes, kind of. I've always been a little bit of a loner, unfortunately. It's just sort of the way that I'm wired. I, you know, it's like I may I write and draw all my own stuff. It's just sort of the way that I am, right? I get but, you, bro. You're, look, you're not really a little loner. You're just the yeah. kid that, you know, it can't be defined as a loner because you don't fit into any one group, but you could right. you actually chill with every group, have peace with them, and just move on. Like yeah. and it, it's which like, is you leave them perplexed is like what? yeah, <laughs> it's a good skill to have, but it's really being tested this day and age because every tribe just wants you to be only in that tribe and no other tribe. Oh, yeah, yeah, really they want you to make choices like that. No, how about you know what yeah. we're doing, folks? It's called socializing. You know, it's not just about you know, it's about the sharing of ideas and communicating mm-hmm. ideas, like humans are supposed to, and not be well. I'm going to shun you. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Uh, well, and that's what that's what comics are. That's what film is. That's what movies are. You know, I mean, sorry, that's what music is. You know, like that's it's it's all about communicating ideas and and collectivity. You know, and we're not indulging in that now. And I know we talked before the show. We're not going to get po- political at all. And not that uh, it's but, political, but it's just a yeah. thing part of creation, so, though. That unfortunately, you guys right now, you know, based on on, on how it is socially, if you will. You know, and how the media narratives are going. And I'm going to say media narratives because it's not the social narratives. Social narratives yeah. are way different than the media narratives, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you guys have got to navigate very uh, carefully and yes. how you even guys create. Sadly. So, you know, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel for you guys that you got to almost limit your creativity nowadays. And, and mm, that's yeah. fucked. You either have to you either have to limit it, which I don't think is the right choice, or you have to be ready to stand up for it and stand hard. You know, and it's it's a yeah, time when people will and test you. Sometimes your pockets don't can't stand that hard. <laughs> true, that's true. You know, but it's if you believe in what you do, it's not that hard really to stand up for it. So well, luckily, I, you know, you know luckily like, I love uh, what I do. Yeah, yeah like you tell people, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know, you know, well, whatever you got to wear to protect yourselves because this is what it is. Uh, you know, the world mm-hmm. ain't easy right now. Yeah. All right. Well, so talking about so, not being easy, I want to get into your creativeness, though, all right. too. Yeah. This is where I want to go. All right. Did you, how, how did you even step into, into wanting to get into this? Because here you're telling me you're a fan, you know, you were loving this, you were dressing up. But, what was the day that you were like, yo, I think I want to do sign in this. What happened? I mean, the day, and I've told this many times, so for everybody out there, forgive me for repeating myself, but it is my origin tale. You know, Peter Parker, Peter Parker can't not talk about this. Yeah, man. Him, right? yeah, man. Uh, Greg's comics here, baby. Yeah. Let's go. I yeah. want to know. I want to know. And this, and this is the spider part, not the Uncle Ben part. Okay. This is, you know, I went to a friend's house. I moved to a new neighborhood when I was 12 or something like that. My parents sold the old house, you know, sent me off while they moved everything to a new house. I moved into a new neighborhood. Didn't have any friends. And the first friend I made took me into his bedroom the first day I went to his house, walked me into, you know, this open, huge closet they had that was just full of long and short boxes of comics, like 25 love, boxes. Of your comics. first friend. All right. So, you know, that goes back to the friend question. So your first friend when you moved actually was a fucking geek. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And, and it was I had never seen more than like two or three comics at a time in my whole life. I never I'd never been to a comic book store. <laughs> I'm you know, I'm not, I mean, maybe I saw the spinner rack at the grocery store, but it just didn't yeah. like register. But then when I saw all these boxes of books just lined up and he was pulling them out and showing me Jim Lee, just, he was showing me oh stuff I'd God. never seen. Also, it's not just the collection. He's pulling out 
a more mature level of comics than I'd ever been exposed yeah. to, I think, you know, and uh, was, I had already kind of had a fascination with. Oh, sorry about that. It was like the Goonies yeah. moment when you found some treasure, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I thought I lost the audio there for a second. But yeah, it was. It was very much a Goonies moment. And, you know, I had already been drawing a little bit. And it kind of like the two things just happened simultaneously. It's like, oh, I, I know I can draw. I suck right now because I'm 12. But I know that I can do this. And I'm very fascinated with it. And then here comes comics. And then the, it was an unholy union born in that moment. Or holy. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> the case remains to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so okay, so you so what? How was the first steps that you take to get into creating? Was it an easy path? I mean, what what circle we are talking about when you started getting into it? You talking about once I started putting stuff on paper and printing it? When you actually started, like you know, putting yourself out there, what was that journey like? And what era was it? Was it during internet, pre-internet? I mean, otherwise Wait. it would sound so old and shit, but you know. Well, yeah, no. Well, unfortunately, you and I are both cursed with that these days. But the uh, <laughs> yeah, we we come we come from the same basic timeline. So you can probably okay. guess there was zero internet. The concept of the internet okay. was something that literally DARPA and maybe some colleges understood at that time. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, but you know, like that that same friend and I, we we made our own comics back then. Like so, we were stapling okay. our own, you know, crappy little imitation comics, like our little Spawn imitations, and our little. I had like a right. male hero that was sort of like a Dazzler type of character that they could manipulate lies, like Dazzler plus Jubilee, sort of mixed together. But anyway, they were lame. They were imitations of books we were reading, right? But you know, I stayed the course, and it was not easy. I'm I'm not a great student as far as the traditional methods of learning, but. Art, I think, really helped me to stay mentally invested enough to pick up a lot, even though I wasn't fitting in the box of school at the time. And so I was always working on that work, that art, you know, and then I found myself in, I guess, my senior art class, and I started making a comic for that class. And ironically, I'm actually, I've, I've retooled the basic idea for that story, and I will be releasing a short intro of it, of the new version of it sometime soon. But, you know, the bug was always there, you know, and the longer I chipped away at it, the more complete the projects would become, you know, like get two or three pages. Plus, I had a lot of ideas for the world, but then I couldn't really handle the pages beyond the two or three. And then five or six years later, I get like 10 pages. And then five years after that, I self-published my first book, you know, in 2004. And, and like, I don't know, the math does not add up there. Sorry, I had to pause and do the math. That's artist math, <laughs> where sometimes it's double what the actual number is. So... You know, basically 2004, I self-published my first book, even though I'd been chipping away at a lot of other stuff. Weirdly, I chose to do character completely separate of my imagination. I had a friend that had a band called Moth Spy, which sounded Moth. like a superhero to me. So I said, what if I made a comic? They said, go for it. And I did it, you know. And, you know, that book was released to results, we'll say. And, you know, I didn't print enough copies. I didn't print, I didn't, didn't market it. It was definitely very raw. And it's a thing that probably won't see the light of day anytime soon. I mean, maybe someday down the road. But I learned a lot from self-publishing that first book, you know, really pushing myself through the creative process, almost losing my mind in the middle because it was like a 60-page book. And even now, a 60-page book, by the way, is a major commitment for an artist. You know, you have to be ready to do 60 pages. And when you're in your 20s and you don't know what it means to get through 60 pages, plus you're also learning skills like certain perspective tricks and things like that to pull off camera angles that you, you know, haven't been able to pull off or get better at anatomy because that one shot's just driving you crazy and you can't. It's like things like that were just collapsing the project because I was still learning, you know, 
So yeah. just to get through those 60 pages, it was like completely collapse, rebuild myself, start over, and then get a few more pages and completely collapse, rebuild myself, start over. You know, so eventually I got I got the book done and I I'm still very proud of it. I you know, I have no idea if it's good or not anymore, but I'm I'm very proud and, of the experience. So in that first trot, you just did it completely dolo yourself, with you know, no editor, no nothing, you know? Nothing. He he goes, I just it's not that I have it's not that I have a problem with working with people. Well, yeah. <clears throat> collaboration is difficult, but I don't have a problem with, with the idea of, working yeah. with people. I, don't, I don't have a problem with, with editors. I don't have a problem with writers. You know, I, I, I think I'm a pretty easy person to communicate with, but I'm very headstrong and I have my specific ideas. And when it comes to making stories, if you can write and you can draw and like to you, to me, the whole point is to achieve that idea. It's not, I don't want to make a book to put it in the world. I want to achieve the idea. Can I, can I craft this thing that I have this idea for? Obviously I want to put the book out in the world, but this, this, the creative experience is always in front of that for me, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. So when did you recognize that moment though? That, that that's what was key. There was there a moment in your life that you're like, yo, I, I'm just so involved in this. I don't give a F. This is, this is it. <laughs> I think I have those moments every couple of years or sometimes once a year, depending <laughs> Um, you know, this year has been a big one, actually. Oh, I've had this, awesome. you, you know, you know, sometimes epiphanies, they hit you and you're like, oh, that sucks. I got to not do that to myself again. And then you move on with your life and you sort of end up doing it to yourself again, because whatever, whatever habit or personal trait you have that led you into that place in the first place is not resolved. And this is, this year was one of the years where the epiphany of, hey man, freelance doesn't mix with what you're trying to do. You know, like chasing publishers for for big projects and, you know, trying to collaborate with people that you don't need to be collaborating with or do favors for people doesn't it doesn't match with the plan, you know, and, and in some cases that might be because the plan was not fully formed until now. But the, now the plan is so formed that I've spent the last two years promoting it. And it's kind of impossible for me to stop. You know, so what's the plan here? What are we talking about when you talk about the plan? Bro, can, well, can, can, can you share or, or, or do you have to kill me afterwards? <laughs> no, 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 no. The SEAL team has been retired as of this week. All right, oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm but uh, yeah, exactly. If we'd done this podcast last week, though, you know, listen in the hall. Oh, the <laughs> I mean, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the plan is essentially a, it's a fully connected science fiction universe, all written and drawn by me. And it's just oh. been a thing that's been percolating for a long time i've got a handful of books out already i've got technopolis and sojourners i've got the adventures of dr cotton hickox right here about to drop this is the unlettered edition that i put out for san diego comic-con but i'm in the process of lettering it it's going to the printer very soon like the next five days or so but essentially you know once i realize that all these stories there's no reason for them to not be in the same connected timeline then the it sort of became a not a plan per se, but like it's a goal to try and find ways to, you know, spread the breadcrumbs around so that they're all connected. And I guess that plus like the promotion machine that I started last year where I actually started releasing the books. It's like those, it takes on a life of its own, you know? And that's why now I'm like, please let me <laughs> jump up on the rooftops and start screaming this because I really need people to pay attention to it. But that's only half the plan. And I'm sorry for being so, so wordy on this answer, but no, no, no. It's the other half. Yeah. yeah. The other half of the plan is that I've always wanted this to be some version of a membership, some version of a subscription mm -hmm. that people could take part in getting these comics sent to them every single month and getting, you know, new release content directly to their inbox, 
directly behind the paywall on my site as soon as it's ready before it goes to print, you know, Ooh. all kinds of apparel and gifts and merch and stuff sent along the way, access to original art. It's kind of like, you know, mixing an old school comic book subscription with crowdfunding and making those two things happen behind the paywall and inside my label. And, you know, to me, it's, it's, I have to have that because I need to have this built in right audience. Here? That uh, right there. Yeah. That beautiful thing, that, 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 that wonderful looking website. Excuse Thanks. those skips because that spectrum is a wonderful thing. What is going on? <laughs> Don't you love spectrum? Let me just refresh it because spectrum likes to have fun with me, apparently, when we do the pods. The rest screen. The... Oh, wow. Look at all the. Wow. The comic subscription of the future. The furniture? Oh crap! <laughs> See, this is why we this is why we have other people look at our stuff. This right here. This also, you know, what's really cool about this. <laughs> hold on, yeah. Hold on, wait for it, wait for it. Oh, it's hold on now. See now, I'm the internet stuff. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna fix that right now <laughs> while we're talking because it's right here <laughs> on my at my fingertips. There you go. That, that, that's funny going. Huh? All right. Now hit now hit refresh. Now hit refresh. All right. Comedy, man. It's comedy. The (laughs) (laughs) magic. Hey! The comic subscription of the future is here today, baby. I I love it. I mean, look at that page right there. Join the Monkey Gong Comics Club. There we go. Now you started teasing now. Let's get into this right here, because now, all right, so kind of re-explain here. This is not crowdfunding, right? This is a creator-owned paywall, Mm -hmm. correct? Still crowdfunding, though. It's still going to the crowd. It's just not the same structure. In theory, but exactly, but you're not using a platform like like a Kickstarter, right? Um, No, no. And and if you look at my FAQs, the very like the second FAQ after why are you not giving us your crowdfunding book before you're launching this is, uh, you know, why are you not doing a Patreon or a Substack or a Kickstarter? And to me, it's all about control of the experience. It's not just about control of the money, which is also a super important element of that. But, you know, Substack and Patreon, they're blogs. They don't look good. Nothing looks good on there. It just is a sc- it's just a scroll. All you're doing is you're doom scrolling again on another platform. And I just. Nothing about that spoke to me ever, you know? Also, it just, I don't know. There's a lot of, forgive me for this, creators out there, but there's a lot of creators who are getting people to pay them 20 bucks a month and they're not giving them anything. And I think that that's bullshit, if I can curse on this. No, no, absolutely. This is not for children. So don't you worry. You be honest because I 150% agree. You know, and I I don't really like being on a platform where that's happening all the time. That doesn't make anybody on the platform look good. And so like all those factors, there's there's lots of factors, obviously, you know, branding and stuff like that. And, you know, just the noise that's out there. I just really wanted to turn this brand into an experience. And and even though it's still very raw right now, and it's going to change and grow in probably super amazing ways as technology deepens and, you know, the drag and drop technology is just getting better and better. So I can do all this stuff myself whenever I have an idea. You know, it just seems like a great idea to create this in-house experience. It just seems to make way more sense for every single possible reason, you know. And I see a lot of other people doing it, even though they're also doing all the other things. And I can still do crowdfunding for bigger books. I've got lots of big projects coming. You know, it's like I'm not I don't have to not do that stuff. I just want to do this specifically so that I have a built-in audience that I know is my people. 
you know, yeah. my tribe. Uh, oh. Entrepreneur to the effing fucking core right here. I love it. Yeah. I love this whole idea. Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, why go through a platform? It is all you, you know, why have them handle it if you're able to handle it? I mean, what, exactly. what's the point, right? Why have cut out the middleman? Not necessary. Not necessary. Amen. So, all right. So, so, all right. So, but one of the most mm. important things here, and this is what creators, you know, tend to talk about having a problem with. Now, yes, you have this. And some of those platforms, you get those stupid little stamps, if you will, a project of the month, you know, whatever, blah, blah. How do you market your project then, you know, and, and get it out to the greater audience? What do you do to, to, to help in that process and make sure people are aware this exists? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously going to be the rub because I don't have that recognizability, you know, that built in traffic flow that they have. I mean, it's sort of like the, you know. Doing comic book conventions is one of my favorite things ever. It's one of the best ways to possibly sell myself. It's also one of the best experiences as a creator because you just have this foot traffic that's just passing by you. It's there to see people like you. It's your kind of people. They like the kind of thing you do. You know, and I've always tried to figure out what is the internet version of that. And, you know, frankly, I think I think the whole internet is that, but also just the whole scene is that. And I think, I don't know, in a way, like it's it's just convenient that people go to Kickstarter all the time or Zoop or whatever crowdfunding platform you want to talk about. And that does help to fund that platform that to that does help to fund each project rather. But, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of other creators about this and many of our backers for the average crowdfunding campaign are the 40 or 50 people who support us on, on social media already, or who are family friend, you know, local connections who are already going to be supporting us. Right. Okay. And so when you're, when you come to that, it's kind of like, well, I'm not really, I'm not really like losing anything as far as the promotional options. I'm just kind of in the same place I was before. I'm still trying to get the people who don't know who I am to come in and experience this thing. So if I'm going to have to do that for Kickstarter or Zoop or Patreon or Substack or whatever, why wouldn't I just do that to my own site? Why wouldn't I pull people in? Like, why wouldn't I pay for some PR like I'm doing right now, you know, taking out a loan literally to pay for some PR? get on as many podcasts as I can, you know, obviously still be on social media. I'm going to be crazy on social media starting in the next couple of weeks. Now that, you know, the, this year has been nuts and it's finally like slowing down, but basically, you know, I'm going to use all the things I'm doing conventions. I'm dropping flyers. I'm doing social media all the time. I'm going to do as many podcasts as I can. So that's the short answer after the very long answer. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, man, because the projects are fire. Thank you for allowing me to read, you know. Uh, Thank you, man. Some of the, uh, the issues and, and, and teasers you have coming in. Funny. I loved it. I mean, my favorite is the monkey, that monkey joint right there because, yo, I mean, what else can you see but an indie? Some rockabilly-looking monkeys doing their thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. A, a monkey literally named Elvis. You know what I mean? That's some rock and really fucking monkeys, bro. All of them. I, I love the look, the story. It was wild. Their the, the, the characterization. You 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 hit the, the, the humor on the head. Type of shit that, that, that we need right now, yo. Eric was awesome, says, I man. love Thank it. You. Creating your content for your subscribers instead of creating content for someone else's platform. And they're cut. Yeah, yo. Eric yeah. is the man. Eric is the person I was talking to about some of this stuff yesterday, in fact. Oh, one of my head first. Yeah, Eric's a very talented poet, and he's creating some really interesting. What's the word I'm looking for? Off the beaten path comic book content. And when he's ready, I think you should have him on the show. But anyway, 
That's right. Yeah, uh, I would love that Eric Williamson Shakespeare on, on, on this, you know, <laughs> yep. thing. As I called him last week or two weeks ago, the poet laureate of comics. Hey, where well, let's, let's go, bro. Uh, if, if you're in the Northeast, come through to my office. I'll put a spotlight on you and you could do this whole thing, you know? <laughs> it's a black box theater. Awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> he would do it. I know he would. I know Eric would do it. Uh, I know would do it, Eric. Uh, he goes yeah. back to Craig, please. Good stuff. What <laughs> hey, a shout out Sheesh. for support. Let's talk about this right here, though. I just want people to see, you know, how easy it is to get involved, right? Because you know, yep. the, the the website is up, it's live. It is Monkey Gong. What what is Monkey Gong? Yeah, what a name. I love yes, I I'm love all... these riddle names, and it sticks with it. I love it. I'm a monkey. My Monkey Gong is the alarm that's going off inside. Because we're living in a time where we have to speak up. We have to like have communal thinking. We have to start working together. Yeah. And we have to stop making some of the stupid mistakes that we're making. And those things have always been on my mind ever since I can remember. I mean, I literally clashed with my, you know, I won't say anything about my parents. I clashed with my parents a lot about these things when I was a kid because I came off as like a, you know, bleeding heart liberal or whatever. But I just, you know, the problems of the world were so incredibly obvious to me as a kid. And, and you know, the mess that we're making was so incredibly yeah. obvious that I think I've just always kind of had this alarm that was about to go off, you know. And I came up with monkey gong as a, just a nonsense word a long time ago. And then it slowly took on a meaning, you know, and the more that I lean into that and the more I lean into science fiction, which is all about social commentary, it just all makes sense as a brand, you know? So anyway, yeah, man, you definitely do love your sci-fi, bro. I mean, mm -hmm. it is fire. So look, look, people, digital comic club, right? Digital only $3. So, right. So you get one full mm -hmm. PDF per month and a surprise annual gift. Wonderful. So uh, is there a deal, or is it just three dollars a month, or or if we do like a yearly plan, is is to get do we get do we get a bargain? Like, ooh, that's not bad, thirty six. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. And every one of them has a discount for the yearly price, and all of these prices are going to go up on January first. But anybody who signs up before January first will keep this price forever. Oh, you're gonna get grandfathered in. You know, mm -hmm. Father Time will save you, folks. You but right there, I'm gonna keep the website up because. This is how you're going to get. I'm going to keep everything on yearly. Look, folks, I want you to see uh, how you're going to be saving money. Now, the comics basic of 200 a year, a comic, a print, a sticker, an extra annual glyph, anytime access to every, oh shit, everything behind the paywall, the library, new stories, but even there before in print and shipped to you. So I get to smell some ink. Exclude, well, dude, what type of deal is this, baby? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, most people spend way over this in a year. Anyway, yep. Yep. even yep. sometimes in a month, to be honest. For sure. And I've seen it. And, you know, that's also one of those things you got to remember. There's people out there who want to buy comics. And those are the people I'm talking to. I'm not, obviously, those of us who are struggling, I'm not going to subscribe to this because I'm. Not, it's too hard right now to, like, have another yeah, the $36 deal is great for a fan on the budget. And, and I love that you offer exactly. that type of deal. But listen, I mean... All right, look for. It. Let me put it monthly for you. Twenty bucks a month. And you know, you know what that means that you don't get that dub. You know that mm -hmm. day you hold down, don't get a dub from your dealer that day. And, you know, you can get some. What year is this? Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, no, but it's a twenty. They, they still know. exist. They still some twenties out there. It's true. Legalization they're, they're happened out east. They're not stagnant back in the day, my friend. But yes, they still right, exist. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, no, it's true. Me I, I'm trying. With more ever over. You see, look at the look, look at this. He's making my hair grayer as we speak. Look That's that can't be happening. Come on now. I'm not that stressful. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, you know, like, I know this is a pretty good deal. It doesn't seem like a, a good deal when you look at the prices, but then when you actually read everything out, like, even when you were reading it to me and I wrote the freaking things, like, I'm like, that is a pretty good deal. And I should raise yeah, those prices. That. So the prices are going to go up like maybe 10 bucks on some of these levels, you know? So it's definitely worth signing up before the end of the year. And again, again, look, mailed monthly, you're getting stuff every mm-hmm. month for 20 bucks. I mean, I've seen, you know, those, those, little boxes they do cost a lot more than this and and give you a lot less. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, we were talking about some great stuff here now. Okay. Now we're talking about a big boy here. The the deluxe 450 450 a year. And it's only, it's only big because it includes original art, you know, and I want to make sure that there is art. Yeah. You'll take a look and see. So basically the, this is the $50 a month tier, $450 a year. It gets you a piece, a, bl- a black and white. It gets you a black and white illustration at about this size, three by five, okay. or four by Ooh, four by six. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, so that's you, came out five, boy. That, that's get a that's black and white one. The yeah. There's a Michelangelo. Oh, oh, wow. So this will be the seventy-five dollar tier. Is the full color version of these pieces of art? IDW, yo. <laughs> that's right. Thank you, thank you. Please do, please do. Been trying to get their attention. I got all these friends working on those turtles books. Yo, like, come on, real. man. I'm sitting. Yeah. Fire, son. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why it's fifty and seventy-five dollars is because you get either black and white or color versions of art like that. Sometimes I'll give you a choice too. Maybe oh. always. I don't know. We'll see. And then the really expensive one that's the next one, hundred fifty dollars a month. That's a Wait, full yeah, illustration yeah. situation. Okay, so you get a full illustration sent to you. Oh shit! Right. So I go crazy and do every and other deep. month. Yeah. Right. Oof. What so I'm actually Yo. spending time. Let's see here. If I have like this, this would be this is a, too, a little bit too big, but like two thirds of this say would be more or less what I'd be delivering every other month, and it would be you know it'd be personalized to that Yo, subscriber, folks. I mean, I get original art, comics, and a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, for that, I mean, you go to cons, you're spending a lot more than that easily and probably. One con mm-hmm. over a course of a weekend. Here you could do it in a year's worth of time. Every every other month, that's six pieces of art. We're talking comics, new stories, discounts, invitations, gifts. I mean, what the yo, dude? I mean, you know, hey, listen, folks, it is the end of the year, and tax time is right around the corner. So you Uber fans out there that you know when it's a good deal because you know Craig Comics, he about, he, yo, it's the business. When he blow up, you know, you may have missed your chance of having this art at this time, you know, before yeah. you do this Bansky type shit, you know, and this art starts costing 50, 50 racks each, you know, yeah, and now you're going to have six pieces a year. Jeez. I don't want to undermine what you just said, but I do want to emphasize that this is a program so that actually... 
it's very hard to miss out. You you can maybe miss out on the price, right? As of January first, yeah. it'll go up, and and yeah, after exactly. a while, after a while, the original art tiers might go up even a little bit more. But that's all you're gonna miss uh, miss out on because what I want to do is run this as a program so that no matter when you subscribe, you will just start getting Ooh. all of the books that exist, right? So. As of wow. right now, I've got 18 months scheduled and 12 of those months don't require me to draw anything, right? The first 12 months, I don't have to touch a pen to make this stuff possible. This is all stuff that's pre-existing. It existed before I ran my crowdfunding campaign wow. earlier in the year. And I've been, you know, I've been working towards this since the pandemic. This is a thing that I've had brewing. I just didn't know what the form was for some time. So Lovely. you want to bear with me? I'll bring something really cool to show off right now. Brent? Bring that up because I definitely want to show off this video too. So let me see what you're going to show us. Now look at this guy. So, oh my God, what the hell is that stacked? So this is all the books that I have in progress right now. What? So oh. I'm not going to get crazy. I'm not going to show off too much, but I just want to show. Let's see here. One bit, my there you direction. go. Yeah. Everything has at least a little bit of ink on it, right? So I've been working on multiple stories for quite some time. Some of them are extensions of stories that already exist. This is the next 10 pages. Well, not the next 10, but it's 10 more pages of Sojourners. Ooh. Okay, the Space Monkey story. Oh, it'd be so uh, fun to draw. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. Not going to lie. I really like it. This is the Falling Empire. Yo, look at that. Jeez, this is my bro. This is my deepest, most scathing social commentary yet. And I'm so excited to draw this because of what keeps happening in the world around us. And look uh, at just that. giving me all the fuel, though, right? The lettering is you too, right? Yeah, this is just like sort of a Will Eisner nod, you know, like like yeah, drawing the, drawing the title into the book itself. And love that, it. It's also a ready-made logo, thankfully, because that way I don't have to jump into Illustrator for everything that I ever do. So you you've already seen Technopolis, right? So yes, 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 wonderful. That's the fun. That's the first section. Thank you. Hello, fun. That's the first section you've seen, and this. Is what you haven't seen. So, <laughs> oh, bro. this is less inked. This has less ink on it than than the rest of that stuff. Admittedly, this, so basically, the whole point of doing this comic book club is I'm trying to buy myself the time to put this universe together by bringing an audience in from the ground floor and having them there from the beginning. Hopefully, enough of them, it will allow me to fund not just the time of making these comics, but it'll fund the printing, you know, fund the shipping and all that stuff. So, this stuff's so ready to go after. 12 months of stuff that's already done you know so by the time i get that stuff all shipped out this stuff's going to be inked you know because the second that i have some free time you can bet i will be inking on this stuff and i'll be drawing some new pages too i'm loving and i just want to say can i just say something really quickly that's a very specific update for people so nobody is alarmed this is in the videos that i posted on the site and it will be in a zoop update video that i'm going to post tomorrow but my crowdfunding books are coming and this project is not a, a distraction project. It's not a thing that I worked on in lieu of working on my crowdfunding book. It's yeah. a thing, like I said, I've been developing this for a long time. So I don't want any of my crowdfunding backers to be like, why are you promoting another thing? It's a book club. It's not a specific project. You know, I just want yeah. it to be very explicit about that. So. Excellent. And there you go, folks. And let's show off this video real quick. That, that, that's part of this before we go. I definitely want to show it off, put it on the right screen. <laughs> and check it out. Let's talk about what you'll get in the mail when Do you, you join it? the Monkey Gong Comics Club. Mm -hmm. 
Every month, subscribers, subscribers at twenty dollars and more we'll get a comic, a sticker, a sticker, all oh, those sticker, or, or a pin. If, if you're not sticker folk, no, no judgment here. And the mini print. And if you upgrade past that level, you have a small black and white drawing like this April O'Neil here. If you upgrade from that, it's a $75 level. It's not something like this color Leonardo here as a marker drawing. It'll come to you unframed and have these set aside frames so that they're nice and protected because I like to keep my art that way. As, as you can see, I've got several months of pins as a supply, several months of stickers as a supply. And if you go to the commissioner level at $150 a month, every other month, I'm going to send you something like this. Very painstakingly rendered original. I may eventually add a higher level for bigger pieces of art, but I'm trying not to overload myself. So what you see here would be exemplary of month one. Teaser will be the book. This is going to real print very soon. This is a home printed copy. Very, very happy with it. It's super weird. I dig the size of the book. Thank you. It's a head comic. Like the old head movies they used to make. Super Ooh, weird. Stuff <laughs> happens in this book. I'm very proud of it. Not oh, Ecuador. Nonsensical and non-compass mentis, as I have said somewhere recently. Look around for a press on this. So month two, leave your imagination for the print and the sticker being different. It'll be the adventures of Dr. Cotton. That cover is sick. Love it. Thank you very much, It's a silent edition. And that black and white exclusively for San Diego. Murder, murder. Left for sale. I cannot wait to see the sketches in my Aunt Jeannie's copy. Thank you, man. This book belongs to my friend Mike. Still Still needs a sketch. That's where it's going to go. So that's the general rundown of what you're going to get in the mail every single month. I will make it clear elsewhere. But if you have not seen it, nothing that that is coming to you (laughs) here will get in the way of my presentation or rather fulfillment of the odds and ends crowdfunded anthology that I did through Zoom earlier in the year. This <laughs> is planned out for the Monkey Gone Comics Club. It is pre-existing material that, that was planned to be released in conjunction with odds and ends. And as I have or will make clear in other videos to you, this is all part of the launch pad for, for the brand, for, for odds and ends. And for, for you, say you put that on the shelf, there's the no way somebody was attacked by that me. and not pick it up. So, so starting Thank at you. $20 a month, uh, you can expect something like this in your cool. mailbox <laughs> or more, depending on the level that you choose. Stay tuned for a lot more information, a lot more exclusive content, a bunch of surprises from the Monkey Gone Comics Club. Thank you very much for watching this video. There you go, folks. MonkeyGong.com. Woo, baby. Boop, 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 boop. Yep. Nah, thank you very much for showing that. I appreciate that. And I did put up another video last night, and don't please don't try to play that one also, but that one is an even more no, incisive no, kind of exciting. They got to go to Monkey Gong. They're going to check it out over there. But what I will share is some other parts of the awesome website. Because again, look at this art, folks. Isn't this shit dope? And look at the monkeys I was telling you about. Okay, what the fuck yep. is going on here, bro? I am <laughs> digging the shit out of it. I was loving it. 
I love me some good fun sci-fi. And as I read this, let me tell you, I just had a smile on my face because it was just a fun read. It's like, wow, thank you. Somebody fucking making fun comics. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, that means a lot. Thank you so much, Al. It's a great review of that book. Oh, yeah, for real. It's just something to put a smile on your face. I chuckled several times because these homies, the surgeons, are effing funny, you know, and they're foul. What? For friends like that, who needs enemies? <laughs> I, I was digging the humor as a New Yorker. I was like, all right, yo, this shit is right up my alley in humor, but Technopolis, everything, everything you said, oh man, I was like digging the art, everything, the way you were teasing. You know, thank you, man. I can't wait to see, you know, what else thank is you. popping. I mean, I, I see you. All right, I was about to ask this question. So that you put it in my face. And the next time you're doing. So you're doing LA Comic Con coming up? Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Yep. Coming right up. And is that the last one for the year or anything else after that? Mercifully, that is the last one of the year. <laughs> you're probably like, thank God, right? <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. I'm so done. I'm for done 20- with 2023. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, no, it's been a brutal con season this year. I will say, you know, I love doing conventions, but the Oh, thanks, Eric. That's awesome. The convention season has been tough this year. I think it was really emblematic of what's going on with people's finances more than anything, but also the world opening up a lot more than last year. So there was a lot more stuff to do and a lot less money to do it with, Absolutely. which is the other reason I'm kind of consolidating my thinking. It's like, dude, I just, I've had this idea to run everything in house and be smarter and be more stable, you know, and then I can go do conventions and chase after all that bullshit, you know, and because- there were right shows at that too. Those that actually benefit the community. Cause unfortunately there, you know, Many yep. people went out, yes, but there were several stinker shows out there this year. <laughs> that San, Diego, San Diego, dude, was rough this year. That's all I'm going to say. Like, <laughs> I heard that that was rough. There were some other ones you know, in PA and in Jersey where guys were like, bro, no one came. You know, vendors left on a Saturday. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. It's a weekend show. You feel me? Hang on. They I got to go cry for five seconds on that one. Just a little it's tear a running down my face for those people. <laughs> I did an event two weeks ago, a local event here that I will not name, and I've already removed the flyer from my yeah. website unceremoniously. They were like, there's going to be thousands of people. You have no idea. It's going to be such a great event. Blah. And there were... <laughs> Half of the vendors didn't even show up. And then, you know, maybe, maybe 40 people came through the event. It was crazy. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, so that's you know that's how events can be sometimes, and and economically it's just absolutely stupid to pursue that as you know a money making portion of this job. That that's marketing. It's, it's that, a marketing you know, event. Yep. You know, for creators, it's a marketing event and it's a networking event because mm-hmm. you can meet so many future collaborators, you know, publishers. So yep. you know that's why I would highly recommend. I you know I hear some creators say, "Oh, some shows are just too expensive." Well, then share a table, figure it out. You know, if you share a hotel room, complain. what can I yeah. tell you? If you can't afford it, then it's not for you yet. <laughs> you know I what I mean? Create, dude, creators split tables all the time. I'm doing it at LA Comic Con with one of my best friends because it's the easiest way to get it like a, you can get a slightly bigger table by sp- splitting tables. You can just Absolutely. have more fun at the table and you got yeah. somebody built in to watch your table. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of yeah, good yeah, yeah, bro. Right thinking right there. Yeah. There we go. But, but Craig, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Man, because I got another uh, awesome independent creator I'm about to put on the show in a little bit. But right. folks, this is what we're going to do right here. You got to visit the website monkeygong.com. As you can see, it's a whole different level. This ain't no, 
no, no Kickstarter, no, no watch. This is different, different. You know, this is creator paywall. Understand what he's doing here. I, homie's changing the game. I really like this level of how he's doing it. Like, why use the platform when you could do a dolo? So I love that gangster mentality. So. You know, that's that same, you know, the Oak, you know, Oklahoma boy taking that West Coast gangster shit right now. <laughs> doing the comments, you know, being gangster rapper. <laughs> I mean, yes, but Oklahoma boy, I'm okay with that title. I don't need that one. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. you, you're smashing it. Thank you for what you do. And again, of course, you can follow the big man right here on social on Instagram at Craig Com X. That's what the K. R A I G C O M X. No I, all right? Mm-hmm. So you follow him on Instagram, show the love. It's an amazing independent creator and a very like forward thinking creator. Yo, bro, I can't wait to follow your journey. I'm gonna keep checking on you and what you're doing here, bro. Because right on, man. I think you really about to uh, do something really the game changing. Again, 2023 is about the truth being exposed. And one of the tools you just exposed that, yeah, creators, you could do this on your own. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love the yeah. whole fucking you know idea. You got my mind fucking gears going, bro. Like, fucking, you're a boss, bro. Dig it. I Thank dig you it. very much. And, and you know, fellow creators out there, steal my idea. I don't care. It's not mine. I didn't come up with these business structures. These have already existed for hundreds, thousands of years, whatever. So go for it. Work for yourself. Anyway, Al, dude, great high energy show. Super positive. Love the heart. I really appreciate this, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, you rock. And thank you for everybody that tuned in. So the love. The links are below as well. So click away. Make sure you subscribe. Add the tier that you could afford. But let me tell you, I think you're going to want that big one. Have some dope art you could put on your walls. You know what I mean? Whatever. You know what I mean? Impress your gente. Hey, especially your comments. <laughs> you know what it is. Hasta la próxima, bro. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.